People always ask how I balance my family life with 400 shows a year. I'm just doing what I love with the people I love. It's my magic life. I like Wes Isley. I like everything about him. All right. We are back, guys. This has been a crazy week and a half that we've gone through. It all started with last week's podcast. Uh, we had Michelle Hewitt on from Canada. And when we first made the phone call to Michelle, uh, he was breaking up real bad. We couldn't hear him. It sounded like he was underwater in a snowstorm. It was just very garbled craziness. And then uh, we tried to talk to him for like two minutes, and it was just nonsense. So we hung up and called him back. And he said, that was so weird. I couldn't hear you guys, but some operator was asking for a dollar ninety nine a minute to hear you and all this craziness. So um, we could hear him, but it was going in and out every once in a while, and it was a click every once in a while. Uh, I haven't talked to Michelle over the telephone. I've texted him back and forth since the podcast. But my guess is, and I'm not trying to blame him. It could be our new setup. My think is, my thinking is on his end. That he had an earpiece in, and when he was walking, it was hitting his chest, and that was that something. Yeah, it could have been. I don't know. That's just my guess. Or it was just a bad connection. Or just that connection was horrible. Or we had something set up on this thing wrong. That could be a possibility, too. Michelle, huh. I'm not trying to throw you under the bus. I just think the clicking was you. I think everything else was us. So <laughs> we have a brand new, I don't know what you call this thing. Soundboard or something? Soundboard, motherboard, uh, podcasting network setup thing and um what i don't know what this thing is what do you call it it's got I, tweeters I and monitors and echoes and buttons board some kind I of soundboard i thought it would make yes. my podcast go up a notch i mean our podcast was doing good some episodes are hard for me to hear when i'm in the magic van with all the metal rattling behind me yeah or in the rv with the other tvs on behind me with the girls watching ipads and the boys watching sesame street I yeah. turned my volume all the way up, and I still can't hear the podcast. So I'm like, man, if I could just tweak my volume a little bit, I'd be able to hear my own podcast when we're going down the road. So I bought this setup. Michelle Hoots was um, so bad, I didn't want to post it. But and I made that was a the first time we used it. That was the first time we used it. And I made a phone call to my publicist, and she said, well, all the research that she sees, it's better to be consistent than put out good content, which to me is awful. That makes no sense. It really doesn't. But um, not that I don't trust her, but I also Googled it, and I found the same thing out. Uh, they said it's better to be consistent than have good content. So whatever, we put it out last week. I just feel bad for the person that tunes in. For the first time. For the first time last week, and they never give us a chance again. Well. Please come back. Hopefully they'll give us a chance again. I don't know. I, I mean, when you weren't. You brought it to me, and we weren't in a car. And, yeah, it was a little, you know, you could hear the kind of thing behind him. Um, and he was a lot lighter sounding. But I could hear him, and I could understand him. But I could also see where if you were trying to listen to it in the car, there's no way you could listen to it. It was, uh, I couldn't listen to it. It was so, it I had a whole different thing going on. I was so frustrated with the sound quality that I couldn't listen to it. Your father-in-law, my father-in-law, your dad said he couldn't hear it. He couldn't make out heads or tails of it. Yeah. But he might have been driving down the road. But anyway, 
Uh, we're going to redo that. Michelle, we're going to get that rebooked. We're going to redo it. Um, in other news, it's us this week. It's Natalie and I. It's our turn, just Natalie and I, to tell you guys what we've been going through and the craziness in our lives since we've talked to you last. And we did an entire hour-long podcast yesterday. Yep. And I go to listen to it later on, and something wasn't plugged in on our new soundboard <laughs> correctly. We screwed up again. Oh, my gosh. So we have this new soundboard has all these little buttons and we were doing a whole thing and we'll do it later on i'm trying to do the podcast like we did yesterday but it's got buttons you can hit like uh hey why'd the chicken cross the road natalie i don't know why to get to the other side (laughs) see it's got little buttons like that yeah i hope it works this time so when we did it (laughs) we did it last time it was just uh we we were pushing buttons and playing around and we'll do that later on in the podcast but uh, it was just nothing. You couldn't hear that on the other end. Yeah, we sounded ridiculous because we were laughing at stuff that wasn't happening. <laughs> so uh, I mean, it, we heard it, but the <sighs> phone didn't pick it up on the recording. So, hey, Wes, why don't you upgrade your system so it sounds better? And then you put yourself through more stress with two weeks of podcasts that are no good. Like, unusable. No good. Yeah, well. It's all right. We deleted yesterday's, and we're redoing it right now. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> all right. So um, my soundboard is nothing compared to what else we've been going through. No. My that was Wednesday when the when we had to up, and I said I got this new sound thing. I know I can't hear him that well. I know we're saying on the podcast, huh, to Michelle, and he mm-hmm. was saying the same thing to us, huh? Repeat that again. So it wasn't great, but I thought we'd be able to fix it through the mixer board and through the editing software that I can throw it in. Nope, I couldn't fix it. So um, that was Wednesday. Thursday, my brother calls. What time? Thursday evening. Thursday evening. And he actually had a whimper in his voice and said, it's, it's gone. It's all gone. My house is on fire and it's all gone. And he whimpered a little bit and I'm just dumbfounded. Uh, we had just finished dinner. Natalie was doing health assessments with her customers or doing some kind of paperwork on our bed. That was her little office for her bed. Uh, yep. Right? You yeah. go up there and spread you out your go paperwork. Go in the bedroom for quiet. And, yeah. and um, I just finished dinner. I was going upstairs to do something. And the phone rang. And Lana came up behind us. I think because she was saying, did I eat enough? Yeah. Can I have dessert now? Probably. And uh, she just happened to be in there when I had it on speakerphone when my brother called. And um, we just dropped everything. And what are we going to do? I got to be there for my brother. So she goes downstairs. She just disappeared. She went back downstairs. Yeah. I guess she told us she hadn't eaten enough. I because no when we idea. left, I don't she remember. was still at the table. And uh, I went and grabbed Willow, which is Natalie's niece, and also our babysitter, and said, Hey, we're in an emergency. Can you watch the boys? And Lana will help you, but can you watch the boys? We got to go be with my brother. Uh, yes, yes, absolutely, yes. So I threw on some a sweatshirt or something, and Natalie closed up all of her books. We got, in, got ready quick as we could to jump out the house. Yeah. I go downstairs to give the boys a kiss goodbye. I go give Lana a kiss goodbye. And Lana's eyes are so red and so puffy. She has a single tear going down her cheek, and she's a little shaky. And I said, are you upset because Jay's house is burning down or on fire? 
And she just opened, she cupped her hands, and she opened her hands, and she had a Christmas ornament by mom's in her hand. And she said, Memo's house is burning down. And, oh my God, I, I never even thought about that. Yeah. Mom lived with Jay for the last four or five years of her life. And, that's all she remembers. And is, to Lana, yeah. that was Memo's house. That was Memo's house, yeah. I was thought that's the only place she knew that Laurel lived. And so, yeah. It was Memo's place burning down. But and we, that was memories of Memo gone, you know. But we flew over there that night. And um, there were seven fire trucks, two ambulances. Yeah. There was no cops or no news coverage. No. But. but a lot of fire trucks. It was crazy. And my brother told me um, three different counties were in, four different counties were in his call. Yeah. And they still couldn't get it out. Yeah. So by the time, so my brother, let me, let me go back again. So my brother and his wife, Jay and Sharon, live with their son who never moved out. He's like 28 now. His live-in girlfriend, five-year-old son of them, of the my brother's grandson, yeah. Yeah. and they had a friend over that night. So the friend, the son, the grandson, and the live-in girlfriend were in the basement when the house started on fire. My brother and his wife were out to dinner 45 minutes from their house, over the mountain. The next-door neighbor called him and said, your house is on fire, it's not a joke get home by the time they got there the fire department said we're just gonna let it burn it's not worth the risk to any firefighters everybody's out everybody's safe at this point it's a total loss anyway we're just gonna go ahead and let it burn and that was my brother pulled up in the driveway to that uh i just knew that my nephew had burned the house down i could see him in the basement doing some kind of am i am i is that mean of me to say that <laughs> I'm being a hundred percent honest. I just figured they were downstairs. When I was in my twenties, I did some stupid stuff, but um, I could see them playing with lighters and hairspray. And whoa, I made a fire. What is it called? A, a torch. I made a flamethrower. Look at this. Uh oh, <laughs> it just got out of hand real quick. But um, no, it wasn't that. No. There was an investigation. And they said, and the neighbor said that the, there was a big boom and it shook their house. Both neighbors on both sides of them said yeah. there was an explosion. Yeah. So what happened was, according to the fire marshal, the electric company puts a meter on your house now, something that makes phone calls to say uh, how much power you use. And apparently, this thing is, they're bad. They're not good. They're, they're gone bad, or they go bad, or some of them are faulty. And when it tries to make a phone call, it just... Blow overheats blows up does something and um that little box is what blew up and i'm not a fire marshal i don't know i wasn't there for the investigation but it looked like the fire followed the electricity cords up the house into the house into the attic and then the fire spread from the attic to the first floor which fell into the basement so attic fell into the first floor fourth floor fell into the basement and um my brother came over to my house the night that everything happened and we let him stay in our guest room and everything and the next day he leaves about 9 a.m to go back to his house and when he gets there he's like wes it's it's worse than i thought i i can't i can't handle this i can't be here and 
I told Natalie I got to go be with him again. Yeah. So Natalie had to teach homeschool. You had office work to do and stuff. So you stayed here. But I put on some. Yeah, I figured it'd be too much for everybody to come toting over there, and it would be ridiculous to bring the kids. And... I put on so. junky clothes and work boots, and I went over there to help go through the ashes. Yeah. But Jay couldn't even go through the ashes. He couldn't. He just couldn't do it. He physically couldn't do it. I don't know. But um, the only thing left standing, they built an addition onto their house for my mom. Which had a small little bedroom. It was a little apartment. Little bedroom, walk-in closet. A bathroom. Kitchen area and sitting area. Kitchen area and a sitting area. And that was it. And three of the four walls were still up. The bedroom was gone. The walk-in closet was gone. Bathroom was done. The bathroom was gone. There was there walls in the bathroom. You had to look over you a window see, well to see in the bathroom, and I, I was too short. I couldn't see oh, over. What, that you wasn't could. a window well. That used to be a wall. Oh, that was a hole in the wall. That was that was a wall. Wow. It used to be, but yeah, you could. So the wall to the bathroom is gone. But there yeah, was a cabinet there, and behind the cabinet there was a hole in the wall, and I thought that was a window. No. I guess it would a, be weird to look into a bathroom. Yeah, it, it would be. Yeah. <laughs> I saw the tub, but I'm not sure that the sink is still up. In the toilet. I didn't see either one of those. And to to go around that wall to look in, there's a 40-foot drop. So you couldn't really. No. You couldn't look in. Yeah. Um, What a nightmare. But the only thing I was able there's to. there's no roof. I mean, the roof would come down into the, into the apartment. Well, yeah, the attic fell into her apartment, but it didn't. Yeah. Right. I wonder if the front part of the basement. No, because there was no front part of the basement. Right. There. That's why that Because that was the through. addition. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's why that was still. Um. Standing. <laughs> yeah, because that was only one floor in it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was just, we're still in shock from it. it, right. it it's crazy. Um, I went under the house where the floor had fallen at an angle, and I climbed through a window and tried to retrieve some stuff from my nephew's bedroom. And um, I just took a, a sledgehammer and broke open some chest of drawers because the drawers were so waterlogged from the fire department, you couldn't move them. And um, you could still hear stuff crackling and smoldering. So I knew that I only had minutes, maybe hours, before you wouldn't be able to get those clothes out. And I was figuring if I saved 10 t-shirts at $20 a pop, that's 10 t-shirts they don't have to buy. Because they have nothing. Yeah. So I emptied out those drawers. Their five-year-old kid actually had a plastic container, stackable plastic containers with its clothes in it. And like the top container was melted but the middle containers were okay and the bottom container was like just pure water it was just you know because all the foam and all the fire department but um i mean they're wet clothes you can deal with that yeah maybe it's savable because right now all the kid has is the clothes on his back hopefully you can get the smell out and you wash them uh i don't know so then i went back upstairs and i went through the basement the best i could but there it is it was too dangerous. Stuff was still catching on fire and smoldering, so I really couldn't do anything in the basement. So then I spent the rest of the day going through my mom's apartment, those three, the kitchen and that little setting area, and I saved the grandfather clock, which I don't know if it's savable. It's still up. It's still in one piece, but, I mean, it's covered black. Uh, my mom's dishes in her cabinet, which is so weird because the cabinets weren't affected. They didn't fall. They didn't collapse. There's no fire above them or below them. But you open up the cabinet and everything's covered black. 
Wow. Underneath the sink, you open up the cabinet, everything's covered black. Yeah. So weird. It fits in everywhere, I suppose. But um, I was able to, you know, and I asked my sister-in-law, I said, uh, and saving pots and pans, is that is that a necessity? You got nowhere to live, nothing to do. Are these even worth saving? I don't know. And they're like, you can wash them. That's that's all we have. Yeah, save yeah. everything you can. Yeah. Um, you found some pictures, too. I found a couple photo albums of my mom. It was in that setting area, like in a in a cabinet display. Um, it was awful. It was awful. Um, what else? What else? What else? In one of the drawers in my mom's kitchen, just like a junk drawer, she had a little stamp album, like rubber stamps. It was smelly. It was black. Whatever. But you open it up. It had construction paper in there and white paper in there and hard cardstock paper in there. And then you take up all the paper and there was like 15, 20, 30 different rubber stamps in there. Yeah. And I asked my brother, could I have that for my daughter? Because she was real poor from the most apartment blew up. And he's like, I don't need that. What am I going to... My brother's not going to sit around and play with stamps. <laughs> so he said, yeah. So I brought that home to my little girl. She's been having a blast with it. Um. Also, she... My grandmother my mom's mom made sequin art where you take a little stick pin and a sequin and you poke it into some kind of foam things and you make like christmas ornaments and stuff so monday i took lana to michael's and she went on a shopping spree i think i spent 50 60 bucks buying sequins she has so many she was so excited when she got home i mean i had to she was so excited it was really cute how excited she was but man was it boring for me to have to sit down and Look, Mom, these are green leaves. Look, Mom, these are, like, silver leaves. Look, Mom, these are pearlescent. And look, Mom, at these. Look at these. And look at these. It was, like, good 20 minutes of just looking at sequins. <laughs> but, honey, first but she thing she so did this morning. she was so excited. She woke up. She yep. let the dogs out. It's and now Wednesday. It's now Wednesday. Table. Yep. And she sat down at the table and started on her art project. Yep. She loves it. She's got that from your mom. Do crafts and things. Yeah. She really likes it. Which I love. I'm glad it made her happy. I think it's really sweet. Wow. She tried for a couple of days to sort everything. And she came in the living room last night and she was like, Mom, this is good. She's, you got a box of sequins and it's mixed up together of the different colors and the different types. And she's trying to sort them into all reds and all pinks and all blues. And she's been sitting there doing that for a couple of days. And she came in last night to the living room and she's like, Mom. I'm not going to be able to start any projects for like a year. I was like, well, just take a break from sorting. You have enough sorted out and just do a project and sort a little more. And then when you get sick of sorting, do another project. Or just take that container with you and pick through it if you want more red. If yeah. You want more pink. So she did. And she started another project. She started a project. So. But. <laughs> funny. Anyway, so my brother, getting back to my brother and his fire and everything, his boss gave him a gift certificate or paid for an airbnb for two weeks yeah. and then somebody else gifted him an airbnb for like another two weeks or something so um that was really sweet so at least they have somewhere to be where they don't feel like yeah because we wouldn't mind it having them here but i feel like they felt like they were in the way even though they're not at all well natalie and i just looked at each other and his family and we're, we're like as long as they need yeah. yeah as long as they need yeah yeah and we just that was it that was our whole conversation um, cause that's just, that's who we are. We just, we that's have to take care of them. That's just what you do. It's yeah. family. Yeah. yeah. Um, but 
if you know me, if you know us, if you want to help out, you can go to my Facebook page. There's a GoFundMe there. If you don't want to do a GoFundMe, I'll give you my personal address. You can mail us a gift card. Uh, just put J. Isley on the envelope. You can mail it to Wes Isley and then put J. Isley, J-A-Y, Isley, and I tell everybody to put a heart on it. What you do is you put J. Isley, care of Wes Isley. Oh, there you go. Whatever, whatever. Yeah. Put all the boxes and stuff. I told people put a big heart and put his name on it, so I won't even open it. It just goes right to J. Um, you know how to do it better. Say that one more time. Give those directions one more time. You put Wes Isley, care of, I mean, no, you put J. Isley, care of Wes Isley. And I'll get it to him because he doesn't have a house to go to to check mail. Right. And I asked him, I said, well, what do you do? How does mail come to your house anymore? Do they deliver packages to a... A burned down house? Right. I don't know. That kind of seems cruel. Right? So, but, I, I mean, the, the mailbox didn't burn down. I was in, in the street. Dude, I was there Friday. They gave... They, the mail lady came. She delivered mail on well, Friday. what are you supposed to do? I mean, that's they're still their address. Right. Like, I guess they got I don't know. But, Once they have somewhere more permanent, they can do a forwarding address, I suppose. But some people say that they don't like... Um, they have a GoFundMe on my Facebook page. Just scroll through till last week or whatever. You'll see it. But Natalie looked it up yesterday during the podcast. That was failed. And they said that they take... I think it was like 2.9% plus 30 cents for Each transaction. transaction. Yeah. But you got to think. When we first did credit cards, credit cards were like... 4%. Yeah. So it might just be like a transaction fee. And the 30 uh, yeah. cents is all they get for donation or something. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah, that might just be covering the credit card fee. So that's really not bad. Um, but anyway, yeah, my brother's house burned down. Oh, and my brother, so he can't do anything. He can't lift a finger. He can't, he's just overwhelmed. My sister-in-law's had a kidney transplant. She's on anti-rejection medicine. She's had diabetes since she was a kid. She wasn't supposed to make it to adulthood. That's how bad her kidneys were. That's, yeah, that's how bad her diabetes was. That's how she had a kidney transplant. Uh, she's got other things wrong with her. She's got something wrong with her eyes. Like, she can't even really legally drive. My brother takes her to work. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's glaucoma or cataracts or what's going on with that. My brother's got a BAPAP machine, which was in the fire, so he wasn't sleeping at nighttime. He's yeah. got diabetes now. So it took till, like, Monday or Tuesday this week for them to get all their medicine straightened out and get their BAPAP machine and all that so he could sleep. It was just, it's crazy. I was going somewhere with that, but I totally lost it. Uh, they, Jay didn't couldn't help. He just wasn't, I don't think mentally he oh, was prepared to help that day. But the way my brother handles stress and grief and everything else, he tries to joke around about it. Yeah. So on Saturday, so I help him all day Friday getting stuff to help him. I get all the stuff out of the <laughs> house that we thought we could save. And I lay it on his, you know, his front lawn. And that was it. That's all I could do. It, it probably would fill, like, my pull-behind trailer, my 10 by 12 trailer. You think that was, really? Yeah, you but you'd have much? to put it in totes and everything. Well, I mean, do you want it, though? It's a picture album badly, that's, that's wet and moldy and it, and it smells awful. Up, and, yeah. yeah. So, um, but I really save useful. stuff. But you can make out what it is, and it is, and it's not melted, and you can open it, and it does what it does, and whatever it was. These were things. Is it worth saving, right. though, I guess? Is what he saying. had, apparently, my brother had a sunglass collection, which I didn't know, that was in my mom's apartment. And I told him, I saved the sunglasses. 
Unfortunately, you got to wear them all at once, though, because they're all melted together. Oh, no. But, um, but that's what he was doing. He was making jokes about stuff, because it's like uh, Saturday, our RV broke down. That's a whole other story. But we were supposed to take them out to dinner. We were going to buy them dinner Saturday night. And I said, hey, we're running late. And he said, well, we haven't got our medication. We all don't feel good because we haven't had our medication. Yeah. And he said, are you okay? Do you need money? I'm like, Jay, uh, I'm fine. I'm worried about you. Don't worry about me. I'm just right? letting you know that my... Our RV broke down. Your house burned down. It's big difference. We'll be all right. <laughs> but that's the kind of guy he is. He'd yeah. give you the shirt off his back, even if that's the only shirt he has. Yeah. And um, I just want to let him know that that bad things don't only happen to him. You know, we're going through stuff, too. It's not anywhere near him. But, hey, look, we have a little tiny taste of, I don't know. I talked to my brother about, hey, I have a TV show. Hey, our podcast is doing really good. Hey, yeah, I'm working in this theater, everything. this resort, and this thing, and this resort. But yeah. do I dwell on negative stuff? No. I don't. I don't talk about it, really. You so I just wanted to, to let him in on that little secret, you know? Yeah. But um, he said, what are you doing tonight? I said, I'm going to dinner at the same restaurant we were going to go to. And then we're, we're going to really take our time because we're exhausted and tired. And then we're going to go home. What did you say? Jay, we're going to go to dinner. We're going to take our time because we're tired. We're exhausted. We've been digging through fire with you. And then I had to get up early and do this and everything. And, and then I'm going to go home. Oh, go home. Yeah. I don't have one of those. And he's trying to be funny, but it's like, oh, that's yeah. like a dark joke. That's too dark. Yeah. Um. He was trying. And then I taught magic classes Monday. And one of the classes I teach is a spy class. And with invisible writing, you can use lemon juice and a heat source. And you just paint the lemon juice on a piece of paper, put it over a toaster or a hot light bulb. Not an LED bulb. It has to be a hot bulb or a lighter. And the secret message will come out. I don't want to teach kids that because I can see them burning their houses down. Right. So... Magician friend of mine says, oh, just tell him to hold it over a light bulb. Most houses have LED light bulbs. They don't get hot enough to have the chemical reaction. Yeah. So, That's all you can find anymore. So, I tell him, use a crayon, and you take ashes and rub the ashes on it, and the ashes adhere to the crayon and the white paper. So, you're literally looking at a piece of white paper. You can't tell there's white crayon on it at all. So, you rub the ash on, and then it just pops out like magic. Yeah. So... Sunday night, I'm out in the backyard in a metal bin burning just white paper. Yeah. And Lana comes outside. Hey, Dad, what you doing? <laughs> and I said, honey, I have to have clean ashes for these kids. Um, because, you know, I have to make 20. grab. I had 20 students in the class. I have to make 20 Ziploc bags full of ashes for them so they can have it in their magic kits. You're making ashes, Dad. Yeah, Lana. Dad, you were at Jay's house all weekend. <laughs> He's got plenty. I'm like, honey, oh, no, you sound like my brother. That's yeah. not the kind of ashes we need, honey. We need clean ashes. But, yeah, you, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you got a point. But, anyway, so uh, craziness. Yeah, y'all joking about it. How else are you going to deal with it? You're going to sit know. in a corner you're and either sob? Gonna, yeah, you're either going to laugh or you're going to cry. You've got to look on the bright side. So, I guess joking about it is trying to look on the bright side. So, that's good. But anyway, so uh, the fire marshal said it's definitely that box on the side of your house. So I don't know if we have one of those boxes. We don't have the same electrical company, so. Hopefully that's good. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so if you want to help out my brother, send it to 
care of me if you want to send a gift card or something. Uh, five people are homeless because of that fire. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, I guess they'll rebuild the house, but what's going to happen in the long run, who knows? It's anybody's game. Anybody's guess. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. So Lana Crafting, she's working on, she's painting downstairs right now, but she's also got the stamp thing. She wants to do, like, Christmas cards for everybody because Mom had a lot of Christmas stamps. Yeah, she wants to do that, and she wants to do, like, Christmas ornaments, too. Because you got of those foam balls to stick the sequins and the pins in. And I showed her some pictures of that on Insta on uh, Pinterest. Yeah. And she really got a kick out of that. Yeah. Um, our Magic of Giving project. Boy, I've been doing that 15 years now. I never thought that I would be using that to try to get people to donate for my family. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, kind of good that you can. Yeah. Yeah, no, because... God bless you. If you're listening to this and you did donate already, and God bless you if you're going to donate to my brother, thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart. But we had friends of us that that, that are customers. They work at a school in Northern Virginia, and we just kept in touch. Uh-huh. I'll just say the first name, Jessica. They donated. Oh, nice. Mumal. That's so sweet. Mumal donated. Aw. Aaron donated. Aw. Um. That's awesome. I mean, that's just some of the names yeah. that I remember off the top of my the head. There's that, so many people. There's the things that people are doing and and they donating, don't know my donating brother. Donating money and bringing them clothes and offering them whatever they need. The generosity and the kindness of people is amazing. That was money donations. There's another Aaron that gave a small refrigerator, yeah. and clothes and toys. I yeah. just picked that up last night. That's right. a different Aaron. Um. It's amazing. God yeah. bless you guys. And a lot of these guys never met my brother. So really, they're reaching out to a stranger. But it's like second. They know yeah. me. So they're giving me love, kind of, by helping out my brother. Right. And that's how I look at it. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you, exactly. thank you, thank um, you. So talk about the RV, Natalie. Talk about our Saturday. So I was up almost 23 hours. Because by the time I got to bed, and then I had to get up. You're shaking your head no. You weren't up for 24 hours. No, no, no. Because you got up at 5, but you went to bed at like 10 that night. No. Yes, you did. You got home early and you We didn't to get bed. to Walmart and Ruckersville till 1045 because they closed at 11. That was the day that the fire burned. Right. I'm talking about the Friday that you went over I'm talking by about yourself. Thursday to Friday. Okay, I don't know. Whatever. Anyway, you said you were tired. You're tired. You're up a lot. Plus, you're stressed. Blah, blah, blah. Anyway, it was, <laughs> it was Saturday that you're talking about for the RV. Yes. And we got, we gave ourselves extra time because we were going to Northern Virginia and traffic and all that jazz. And we, Wes gets stressed and then he gets what I call pre-show pissy and everything. Is that really true? Yes. And then. (laughs) I'll go with it. I do. I feel it. It's very true. I feel it. When I'm, when I'm trying to get to a show on time and we're running Mm -hmm. late. You get pre-show pissy. You get very snappy. Is it, what it is. Mm-hmm. I've, and I've learned to ignore it. I don't remember the last time it happened bad, but I feel like it was like, it was Hyatt Regency, I bet. Because yeah. it's only supposed to take three and a half hours to get there. It took six. But it's one of those things where, all right, we're running late. I have 10 minutes to get to the thing. I show up at the resort and there's nobody at the check-in desk. So I can't get my room. And then they're like, uh, you don't have a room here. Let me call the manager. Let me... Guys, yeah. come on. I've been doing this since 2013, Last 12 time times we were a at year. Hyatt, we had an hour and a half before you had to start, and you were 
still free show 15. So it's just one of those things where it's like, okay, whatever, just leave him alone, let him vent, let him snap, and he'll be fine once he gets started on doing magic. It's but just I just ridiculous. I don't want to. I ignore you. Well, let me just finish my sentence about Hyatt. I'm not saying anything bad about Hyatt. I love Hyatt. It was just some kind of snafu with the registration desk. But then, like, trying to park the car, I couldn't get the car parked right or something happened. Or I had to wait on a whole line of cars or parade or something before I can even get to the parking lot. Then we unload the parking lot. And then I go halfway to the building, which we're, I don't know, half a mile from the building it's when like, we park. what, two football fields, three football fields? Yeah. So we realized halfway through the parking lot I forgot something, so I had to run back to the car. Then we get in the building. I realized I forgot something else. I had to run back to the car. Then we get in the elevator, and the elevator won't come to us. And we're like, Ugh. it was just every little no, thing. No, you're like, eh. and I'm looking I'm at the clock out. going, he's got plenty of time. I'm freaking out. I want to relax. And I, I used to try and tell you, Wes, well, you got plenty of time. But then you'd be like, I do not. I got to do this, that, the other thing. And I just leave it alone now. And the worst part was that day, it was my birthday, and you're pre-show pissy. And I'm walking down the hall going, happy birthday to me. Oh, I'm don't, don't make a But anyway. Hey, so anyway, yes, hey, I'll admit it. I'll admit it. I feel it. I feel it. I feel it. Anyway, I didn't want him to get pre-show pissy. We would like to avoid that when we can. This Saturday. <laughs> so, We're back on timeline this Saturday. We, we left early so that we could hopefully have plenty of time and allow for traffic. All that jazz. Well, we made it maybe a mile from our house. Maybe. I don't even think that. And the RV just turned off. And we turned it back on and tried to go, and it turned back off. Did it a third time, turned back on, tried to go, and it turned back off. And so we were stuck because it wouldn't turn back on after that. So we were definitely broke down. Broke down. There's no going. And you're broke down in an RV. A hu- a, I mean, it's not a huge RV, but you feel like you're huge because, I mean, it's RV. And me, I opened and... the door and tried to kick it backwards a little bit. Because I'm so close to home. If I could just push it. Maybe. But it's an RV. Maybe. So anyway, we have some really awesome neighbors. And they came and towed us back to the house. And they um, are engineers. And so they know mechanical things about cars. They know cars. And it was a blessing in disguise that we broke down. Because they said, every time you hit your brakes, you're shooting brake fluid. And they o- opened up the hood and looked in. They're like, you are like out of brake fluid. It's a good thing your your RV stopped because your brakes probably would have given out on you before you even got to the interstate, maybe on the interstate. And I mean, that that's no good if you can't stop and you have all that weight behind you. And there was a lot of stop and go traffic on a Saturday in Northern Virginia. Right. So, thank God. We broke down. That was God looking out for us and, and taking care of us. It stressed you out and didn't make you happy. But in the long run, it was the best thing that could happen to us. Well, me, I, so, I've seen bad entertainers. I've seen people, <coughs> I can't make it to the show. Or I've, I, I have a friend, and God bless him, and you guys might be a listener that can deal with this guy, but I don't know. He was working for us, and he said he couldn't do a show because his dog died. To me, that's like, there's nothing you could do. The dog's dead. What, uh... Go do the show, and then... Yeah, then I mean, I, I did the same thing when my mom died. She's dead. I'm not going to I'm not gonna wrap day. her up and take her to the hospital. Right. Somebody else does that. So what right. am I going to do, grieve with the family? No, I have a show to do. 
there's 1,500 people in an auditorium waiting on me. I got to go. Right. So a dog dying, I'm like, yeah, that sucks, dude. That really sucks. I'm sorry for you, but you got to go to work. You got to do your job. I don't want people to think that I'm one of those. So when I'm an hour late to a gig, I'm calling them. Are you sure you don't want to postpone this? I know you got people coming. Are you able to do a... I would like to be able to have a packed house. This right. is a library show. Right. I want a packed house. I don't want you guys sending half your people home or them saying they can't make it. Right. No, no, no. Come on, come on. Yeah. So we did. We rushed and got my car and, and Wes's van because we can't all fit. There's not enough seats to fit everybody in the van. So we put the show stuff in the van and, you know, all the baby stuff, switch over the car seats to my car and um, took two cars to the show. And it was stop and go traffic, which I know Wes was probably not happy about <laughs> every time we had to hit the brakes in traffic, but it was stop and go traffic, but we made it. And the people were very happy we're there. And they're like, I mean, even as we're loading in, they're like, are you sure you want to do the show today? <laughs> like, oh, we're here. Yes, we want to do the show. Yes, we want to do the show. And so I they even said told the that lady. the turnout was great. They were very happy with how many people were there. And the show went really well. The audience was really great. They were very receptive. They were very responsive. It was a great show. It was a very stressful day, though. But... In the long run, like I said, having the um, the RV breakdown was, was the best thing. Because otherwise, we definitely would have made it to the show. Who knows if we'd be sitting here doing a podcast right now. I told the lady, I said, I've just had such a stressful week. My brother's house burned down. I don't know why I brought that up. I don't know. Either. But I said, I was tired. I tried to leave the house early today. And I just got to... Uh, I got to do this. I got to do this. And she said, are you okay to even perform if you come here? <laughs> like, yes. I performed when my mom died. I performed the day my dad died. Yeah. I can turn that all off. I can turn the world it off. It takes your mind off of it. Yes. I can turn the world off when the show starts. I just got to get to you. And I want to let you know I'm on my way. Yeah. And I called her a couple times. And when we were trying to call her, I just said a little prayer next to the mailbox out front. I just said, please give me calm because I can't be pre-show pissy for the next three hours. I just can't. Right, it's not good for you. In my heart, I can't. Yeah, I it's stress not level. Good I can't. for you at all. So uh, I listened to a podcast and just drove the best I could. And I think that's the big difference between me and you. Like, you stress to the max, which stresses me out some. But at the same point, I'm like, okay, why are we stressing? Why are you stressing so much? There's nothing you can change. We have to just deal with the situation and do the best we can. But stressing. And let's just do what we can do. But if you think but about you're it. But you're like, you get frantic and you get so uptight and really stressed out. And you're like, ah. Well, and, and it's like, okay, you got to calm down. Calming down, you're going to be able to do things better. When you're so worked up, you're going to end up dropping something. You should drop your phone. You're going to end up dropping something, breaking something. Things aren't, it, you're just going to make it worse. You just take a deep breath and calm down and just let's go with the flow and figure it out. I think it's part of me that I hold every customer on a pedestal. Absolutely. I'm not saying no, that. No, I'm not saying that you don't. I'm saying I hold every customer on a pedestal. When the phone rings, I will twist my ankle jumping up, jumping over furniture to answer the telephone because it might be a potential customer. That's just ingrained in me. So every customer, I appreciate from the bottom of my heart and thank them, thank them, thank them. Absolutely. Not that you don't. But what I'm saying is 
decent human beings understands when things happen. They understand that life happens. They understand that cars break down. They understand that, you know, sometimes life doesn't go exactly how you had it planned. And so... I guess I'm not treating them like decent human beings. I'm treating them like that lady in Northern Virginia 10 years ago that said that we ruined her kid's birthday party because we were late. And it's like, no, lady, we've been calling we you for were 20 early. minutes. Yeah. yeah, we've been calling you for 20 minutes circling the building. She wasn't a decent human being. That's what I said. Okay. I'm treating everybody like they're not decent human beings, I guess. Yeah, well, I, yeah. I said she is one in a thousand, maybe. Yeah. I think most people understand. Because you're not calling them going, <laughs> I'm sick, I can't come to the show. Right. You're calling and I'm saying, my RV broke down. I'm getting towed back to my house. I'm switching the show over really as fast as I can. Looking at the time, as long as we can get this done in the next 15 minutes, we can be to you at this time. Is that okay? Is this still going to work? Right. And I think most people, when they realize that you're doing your best to get there as quick as you can and still do the show for them that you told them you do, I think they understand. And we were on the road even before that library even opened that morning. I mean, right. We, we were on our way. Them. Yeah. We were broke down before they opened. When I tried to call them, and the, you can't even leave a message because it was like I was waiting to leave a message. You're like, they don't open till noon, I think. And we were broke down at like 11.15. And uh, so I was waiting till the end to be able to leave a message. And it's, <laughs> goodbye. And it just hangs up on you. And like, I can't even leave a message to let them know. <laughs> but that's okay. But you got to think, we do 400 shows a year before pandemic and everything. It's yeah. getting back to that close. Uh, You got to think, the ones we're late to are the ones that, it's very rare. Yeah, no. It doesn't happen often. Right. I mean, Lord, I would hope our RV wouldn't break down often. No, but I'm saying, <laughs> this one and the and the one from 10 years ago are the only and ones. And that, that wasn't, and we that weren't wasn't late. our fault. It was, it was, we were calling because she, she told she us had we it, were in a community it wasn't, center. Yeah, she said a community center. But it wasn't a com it was a community center, but it was in this like shopping area that you had to park. If we didn't know where the parking was, they didn't tell us where the parking was. And it was like in the middle of this, you walk around in the shopping area. You can't drive up to the door of the place right. and unload. And so our, our navigation dropped us off and we're like, I have no idea where it was. We left a good five or six messages on her phone. Yeah. I mean, and we... called additional times and didn't leave messages. And then she's like, where are you? And we're like, check your phone. We left messages. We yeah. have no clue where you are. We were dropped off at this thing. We're circling. We're trying to find parking. But yes, that's not that's not normal. And for that, we were definitely early. Like, we were early for arrival time early. Yeah. But. That's what really upset me with that woman. <laughs> Because it's like, it's 100% your and that's, fault. And that, yeah, exactly. And she was blaming us. And that's why I say every time, I mean, I, 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 I was saying this before that lady too. So there's no excuse. But I'm like, I need a phone number to be able to reach you at the day of the show in case of an emergency that you will definitely be next to and hear when it rings. And Well, because yeah. people do outside parties. They give you your home number and then they're outside the backyard around the pool. Right. And nobody's answering the phone. And then, you know, it's, you know. 15, 20 minutes after you're supposed to get there. And they're like, where are you? Where have you been? Right. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. And then we have three that shows that day. And that makes often, the other yeah. shows delayed or something. Yeah. Right. We got to get there. Um, anyway. That's you, a very rare occurrence. 
Extremely rare. So the RV, we have the Good Sam membership. Oh, yeah, the Good Sam membership. I signed up for Good Sam, boy, two months ago, three months ago. Yeah. And I went to the RV dealership, and I said, hey, I need a couple pieces for my RV. I had to get some fuses, RV fuses. And uh, they had a Good Sam thing there. And Natalie and I have an agreement. As long as it's under 100 bucks, we don't have to check with the other person because our money's together. But if it's one hundred dollars or more, if it's a hundred dollars and one penny, we have to ask. If it's going to be over a hundred with tax, we have to ask the other person. So uh, it was like eighty six dollars, eighty nine dollars for Good Sam, and I'm like, that sounds too good to be true. I thought it was like three to five hundred dollars. No, they're just trying to get new members. Okay, well, uh, let me call Natalie because with the fuses and everything, it's going to be over a hundred. She said, "Heck yeah, that sounds too good to be true. Let's yeah, do it." Yeah. So they give me all the it's paperwork. Great deal. I get it home. Then we get a package in the mail. Welcome to Good Sam. This is great for your car and, you know, your wife's car and your daughter's car. And we'll do this, 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 and this. But if you want RV, you're going to have to upgrade. Right. And we just left it at that. We were frustrated. We were like, oh, man, they sold us the wrong thing. We were coming out of a pandemic here. And we're like, oh, they're going to want another $300 to cover the RV. Well, we'll do it when we have a little extra cash where we you know, we're not going to be dipping into emergency fund here to pay for good Sam. So, called the other day and I was like, hey, so we bought this good Sam membership and now I'm looking at it and it says that the standard doesn't cover my RV. And the guy was like, the guy was really nice. He was like, they didn't tell you when you bought it that all you had to do was make a phone call to get the free upgrade? And I was like, what? No. Free upgrade? No. Am I too late to get the free upgrade? That was my next worry. Like, you know, I'd waited too long. Now I can't get a free upgrade. He says, nope, already done. I was like, ah, cool. Thank you. He's like, yeah, it'll come. You're now a platinum member. It'll cover your RV. He asked me what kind of RV we had, you know, and all that jazz. And um, so, yeah, we got set up with that. And it's 24 to 48 hours to kick in and we'll have free towing for the RV and so after the podcast we're gonna make a phone call if you have the email um but yeah so hopefully we can get it all taken care of and then while we were on the phone he was like would you like to add I can't remember what it was called but um for 50 bucks if you have some sort of a medical emergency and you're taken to the hospital medical emergency like uh You're a mess. I wanted to get the buttons in. <laughs> anyway, um, they'll come and send somebody out to your car, RV, whatever, and they'll drive it back to your house, and then they'll provide you transportation home from wherever you end up being. And he's like, and it's international. So if you're on a cruise and something happens, you're covered. I'm like, wow. For 50 bucks? Yeah. Sign me up. Sign me up. Yeah. So. So anyway, good Sam. Yep. Good, if you have an RV, get good Sam. Um, yeah, so far, you know, except for the people at the store who sold it, and apparently they're only allowed to sell the standard at the store, and you have to call in for the upgrade. They just forgot to tell us to do that. Yeah, well. Um, you know, so except for forgetting to tell us to call in for our free upgrade, Good Sam's been very kind. Because the guy was really nice and very, yeah. Dude, we got so many other subjects to cover. Our television show last week got delayed because of my brother's fire. Uh, we had no internet. We had storms roll through. We lost power for two days. We had no internet for four days. 
uh, going to my brother's house and helping him sort through the ashes. I called my syndication company. I'm like, I am not going to make a deadline. I make deadlines. I This is killing me. What do you want me to do? What do I do? What do I do? Insinuating circumstances. And now. she said, that's why reruns exist. Right. We'll just run reruns this week, which is great because it's getting ready to start a new season. Why not run a rerun? This is awesome. This will be great because we have a couple more things on our end we need to do for the new season anyway. So we'll just run a rerun this week. So yeah. I'm going to send them the next episode today, which my deadline is Friday, but it's getting in at Wednesday. So that'll be great. Good. So God bless them. Gold Media Syndication. I love you. <laughs> um, Patreon. If you are not a Patreon member, check out our Patreon page. I guarantee there's something on there for you. Um, Every week, we're asking our podcast guests for extra nuggets of wisdom. Um, the M- Michelle Hewitt, uh podcast that we did last week, the podcast was unusable, but his nugget of tidbit information was filmed in a different way after the podcast was over, because Natalie was still uploading the podcast content. And um, you can hear that clean, clean as a whistle. I mean, it's, it's fine. See? So I think it was something on our end. Well, it could be something on our end as well. Or he could have taken his earphones out and he's like, all right, it's over. Yeah, And then I put guess. the phone to his ear for the last five minutes. I don't know. But um, check that out. Also on there is uh, Trick of the Month Club program uh, where I teach magic tricks. I did three different videos from my after prom party that I performed at last week. And that's all exclusive content only for Patreon members. And that's just a drop in the bucket. There's West Size's Magic Life TV show episodes on there, which if you're not getting it in syndication, you can check it out there. All that different stuff. Uh, We have upcoming shows June 3rd, 4th, and 5th at Elkton Magic in uh, Elkton, Maryland. Uh, That weekend, I'll be doing shows, magic classes, and a lecture for magicians. Uh, Check that out on westisley.com. You'll get links to all that. And uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Check that out. That's going to be a lot of fun. July 19th at the Firehouse Theater in Richmond, Virginia. Uh, We'll be doing our Magic and Illusion show there. And that place has a couple's pass where if you buy the couple's tickets, you get like the first couple front rows. VIP, isn't it? It's a VIP couple pass or something, or VIP pass. Uh, We're going to give you a special magic package, um, maybe magic tricks in it, 8x10s, posters, something. Um, we're going to give you exclusive content. We're going to put these packages together. I'm in talks with the guy right now because I still have another month to put that together. Uh, but you're going to get a whole box of content and stuff. And um, I think they're doing classes as well there, aren't they? Yeah, they're doing a class right before. They're doing a magic class before as well. July 24th will be at Arlington Draft House. And uh, what's so cool about that place is they have big names. The weekend we're going to be there. Uh, Josh Blue, I think he has multiple sclerosis. You might remember yeah, him from yeah, last yeah. comic standing. I do. He was funny. He Crazy, is funny. awesome dude. He's going to be there the same weekend we're there. And uh, check out Arlington Draft House and check out their schedule and check out the layout of that place. Looks amazing. It's a really cool place. Big name people. It's even such top of the line entertainment that Wes Isley will be performing there. Uh, so you know nice. they only have the best. Yeah. Um. Well, we have nine minutes left, Natalie. How's your coaching going? Oh, it's going really well. Miss Fitness Coach. Miss no, Health Coach. Miss Health Coach. Health Coach. It's going really well. I'm very happy. All my clients are doing really well. Um, How many clients do you have now? Well, 
if you look at my little roster, it says 11, but one lady quit before she even started, which I find kind of sad. I wish she hadn't have done that. I wish she would have, you know, gone for it. She bought it. She should have done it. She already, she already invested in the program. Right. But what I told you, that it. happens January 1st. People buy membership. I'm going to get in shape this year. Yeah. They join the gym and they never show up. Right. That happens. Right. It's just sad. I wish she'd do it because I know she could get good results because I know this program works. And then um, another lady is having health issues, like major health issues. So she's working with her doctors to try and figure those out. And then um, I believe she plans to get back on program once she gets all that figured out. But I don't know how long that's going to take. So she's kind of on pause right now, which I cannot blame her. I would be on pause too. I mean, you kind of have to take care of uh, her situation that she's going through first. So. so you have lost how much weight on the program? 42 and I am down 20, 22, 22 pounds, 22 pounds. And um, we've lost 64 pounds combined, baby. And we fit in boxes. We fit in illusions again. Yeah. I, I, I should do what you said and add up and see how much weight all of my clients together have lost. Yeah. I think that'd be cool. And you count yourself and count me as well. Yeah. So that's a lot of weight gone. That's a lot of. <sighs> healthy happening but you got you got a, a lady that said she doesn't snore anymore exactly yeah you got people that have thyroid issues that you're helping and, and, yeah. and training Absolutely. you got uh diabetes diabetes yeah i'm trying to think of all the different things that you're dealing with as well yeah and you're learning about all these conditions and you're learning about how how to yeah how to help them how to make it work yeah absolutely and we can so it's fun i really enjoy it I really do. You know, I, I, before starting this, I used to, you know, you love magic so much and I like doing magic. I like doing the shows and everything, but you just have this passion for it. And I'm like, I don't have anything like that. I mean, I love being a wife. I love being a mom. I love doing magic shows, but I don't have that passion. And I really feel like I do with this because I really enjoy it. We've talked about that in the car. I don't have anything as passionate as you are with magic. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I'm sad for you. I know. I'm sad for <laughs> me, too. You know, there's things that I enjoy, but I'm like, I wish I had some sort of passion. And I really like doing this. I really enjoy myself doing this. I like talking to people about their goals. I like, well, I I've love it in. when they sign up. I love celebrating that, that with them when they've lost weight or they've quit snoring or like, I just get a random text like, oh, my gosh, these pants haven't fit in years. And now I have to wear a belt with them to keep them up. Like, that just makes me so happy, and it just, I love it. So you are in our bedroom doing your sales calls, because you don't do it in the sales office calls. with her. Not I gotcha. Health assessment calls, yes. or your, your <laughs> follow-ups, or whatever. Yeah. You are you have all these paperwork spread out in front of you. If I need to go get a pair of socks or a jacket to go feed the animals, I have to go past you to go to my walk-in closet. Right, which is fine. I have heard women cry on the phone thanking you. Yeah. And telling you their struggle stories and stuff. Yeah. Not that I'm sitting there listening to the whole thing. I just hear different things. I mean, yeah, it is intense. These is. people are getting changed. Yes. And I love it. It makes me happy. It really does. Well, I mean. Because I know how much it's changed me and how much I'm enjoying my kids more, my life more. How much easier it is to do things now. And to hear people saying the same things is just, I love it. 
I love it so much. It makes me happy to help other people. So if you guys want to sign up or find out more information, just contact Natalie on Facebook. Yeah. Natalie Isley on Facebook. Absolutely. Or um, contact me and say, hey, you want more information about Natalie's thing. Or find us on that Facebook group. Um, we have Wes Isley's Magic Life Podcast Facebook group. Yeah. And there'll be links about on this podcast, on this episode, to Natalie that you can send them right to Natalie. Nice. So um, we can take care of you too. And it doesn't matter. And it's we, she has a client. She has a client in Hawaii now. I do. And it's absolutely no pressure. So don't feel like if you reach out for information, I'm going to force you to start this program. No, I'm going to figure out what, what, you know, program will work best for you. And I'll give you the information on it. And it's totally up to you to decide whether or not you want to try it. And I'm if not going to force you. And if you're not on that Wes Isley's Magic Life podcast Facebook group yet, Sign up. We're closing in on 300 people, and I know I have way more than 300 people listening to this podcast each and every week. So sign up for that. Check that out, because every day I'm adding more links. Like today's podcast, I'll probably put a picture of my brother's house fire on it. Yeah. So that you guys can see. Five years from now, you guys looking back on this podcast episode, you'll be able to see pictures of my brother's house. Uh, me crying with my head on the steering wheel in the RV when it's broken yeah. down the side of the road. Yeah. You have a picture of that. I'll probably put that up. Yeah. So, um... When we have a guest and they talk about their website or they talk about a, a video or Franz Harari talking about making the uh, space shuttle disappear, I can put links to those videos up on that post and you guys can see it right there. And I just put a thing up today that that group is searchable. So when somebody comments on it, it brings that podcast up. So we may be on episode 210, but somebody comments on episode three, it brings it to the top of the podcast. Yeah. But if you're looking for Franz Harari's, you can just search. You just it? search it. Yeah. I just put that up today because I don't think a lot of people know you can do that. Oh, okay. Same yeah. thing with my Magicians Facebook group. If you just want to find clips about Penn and Teller, you can search Penn and Teller. It brings up all the different posts I've done about Penn and Teller over the years. Nice. Which is nice. Yeah, it's searchable. Yeah. So that's cool. Um, WesIsley.com for all of our upcoming shows. I told you June 3rd, 4th, and 5th, Maryland. Uh, July 19th, Richmond. July 24th, Arlington Draft House. Other than that, guys, thank you guys for listening. We are hoping and praying this hour-long podcast is good. <laughs> uh, third time's the charm. Sure. And I uh, sure hope so. Fingers crossed. Golly, anything else you want to say? No, I think that's it. All right. Guys, we'll, um, we have lots of cool people on the books here. Um, our next two months are already scheduled for guests. Uh, it's already in the books. We already got people penciled in. We're going to try to do an extra podcast in those two months for Michelle Hood just oh. to get him back. That's, that's only fair. I'm just going to cram him in. It'll be fine. Okay. All right. And um, I guess that's it. See, See you, you next week. week. Check us out online at wesisley.com and patreon.com forward slash Wes underscore Isley for behind the scene videos, blooper videos, never before seen footage, discounts on merchandise, magic trick tutorials, and more. That's Wes Isley spelled W-E-S-I-S-E-L-I. -S -S -E